Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Drummer Daily, the only daily podcast just for drummers. Hey, if you want to get better at playing with a click track, and who doesn't, go to boomclick.net slash start today. Hey there again. Welcome back to Drummer Daily. I'm so happy you're here. Uh, So today I'm going to talk about something kind of cool, um, but I do want to mention, uh, I'm not sure when you're hearing this, but uh, I know that there was a couple of episodes ago where I mentioned um, my drum intensives and uh, chances are if you're hearing this uh, anytime after the day it comes out, most likely is sold out. Um, I couldn't believe uh, couldn't believe how overwhelming the response was uh, to that. And um, I, I've been keeping it. You can still go there and check it out, by the way. If you go to drumintensive.com, drumintensive.com, uh, I keep a running count at the top of the page uh, of how many spots are gone. Um, so you can pretty quickly see uh, if, if, uh, if those spots are filled up or not. Um, and, uh, uh, I, that, that counter, I, I can't stand that some people do this, but there are people who, uh, trust me, I know this for a fact. There are people who do things like this. And when they post that number up there, it's not real. It's just trying to make you hurry and do something. Um, that is not the case with this page. I've been going in every time someone, uh, locks in some dates or locks in, uh, their spot in, uh, for the intensive. I've been updating the number to accurately reflect uh, how many spots are gone and how many are still open. So anyway, uh, if you go to drumintensive.com and there's a still in the application form or the uh, the link to apply is still there, um, that means that uh, all the slots aren't gone yet. But the way things are going, I think it'll be full really soon. Um, but if you think, if you're like, oh man, like if you go to apply and you see like, oh, there's nine of 10 spots gone or whatever. Um, and if you get there um, and you see that, like, oh, I have no chance. Go ahead and apply anyway, because I, th- I think what I'm going to do, just based on the number of applications that have come in already, I think what I'm going to do is if I don't end up picking you for, um, for um, the one-on-one intensive, I'm planning on adding maybe one, maybe two group intensive, small group intensives, which will be very similar to the one-on-one, but they will, uh, they'll be on a set date. So I won't be able to like, you know, ask you what dates you want to be on, but I'll give you a chance to sign up for that. It'll be a little easier to get into those. Um, it'll be a little more affordable. Um, and there'll be a lot, a lot, uh, it'll be a very similar experience, just not one-on-one. 
um, with me. So anyway, go ahead and apply even if you're not sure uh, if you're going to make it in because that'll, um, that will uh, get you a spot and get you first to be noticed, notified about the, um, the group intensive. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that really quick. Um, so today, drum stuff, I'm going to talk about um, a couple of things that I do. I've mentioned before whenever I, uh, some of the things that I like to do when I sit down, I set my drums up in a room for the, for, for the first time. Like for example, if I'm on tour, or even if I'm not, like if I'm just setting up a church again and I haven't uh, you know, been in a while, I haven't played every week. Um, something that I'll do that um, kind of a couple of things that I do actually um, to get a feel for the room. Now I've talked before about listening to your drums in the room and getting getting uh, trying to get an understanding for how your drums really respond in the room, uh, so that so that when you play, you know how your drums are coming across, even uh, even if you can't hear them very well. Um, and so I, I I came across someone on a forum somewhere recently who asked basically that same question, but was like, hey, I'm stuck behind. Uh, the, the additional part was I'm stuck behind a drum shield or, or no, I have in-ear monitors in. It wasn't a drum shield. Was, I, I have in-ear monitors in. And when I play in the room, uh, when we all start get started playing, my in-ear monitor mix is pretty terrible. And so it's really hard to hear myself play. And I don't, I'm not very confident in, you know, uh, if I'm playing too loud or kind of how things are going. So, uh, so I kind of gave some in response that I gave. I listed out a few things that I do. Um, specifically to listen to my drums when I first get into a room. And I think this would help this person who mentioned this because uh, what I do, even if uh, I'm counting on my in-ear monitors, uh, I don't want to get in a situation where if something crazy happens with my in-ear monitors, I'm completely debilitated. I can't play. Um, So what I want to do is I want to get a really accurate feel for the drums in the room by themselves so I can understand my drums. And uh, And then that way when I start playing with a band... I can basically have like a profile of the room in my mind that I'm playing with. And even if I can't hear the drums really well, I know what my drums sound like. So I can basically play based on the feel of myself hitting the drums versus the sound. Now, this is one of the situations I've, I've talked about before where sometimes playing drums feels like work. Uh, this would be one of those times, and this is a specific instance where it might feel like work. So uh, I'm not saying I enjoy playing this way, but I'm saying that if I find myself in this situation, having these tools in my tool bag, let me uh, cope with it. Let me get through it. Let me at least get through and and keep things together and uh, uh, find some kind of semblance of at least peace about what I was able to contribute as a drummer. All right, so there are three things that I do when I sit down uh, at my drums and I set them up in a new room. And this is, I do this every time. And really, um, all three of these are, um, are listening. So it's three things that I listen for when I sit down at the drums. And I'm going to list those off for you now and talk, talk about each one. Uh, number one, of course, is I listen for volume. How loud are my drums coming across in the room? And sometimes I might have to have someone else play them and me go stand out there. Um, but I don't just use my ears when I do this. I also use my eyes. I look at what kind of surfaces um, are covering the room. Um, a lot of times, like modern kind of mega churches that have like the flat floor and then the sloped kind of stadium style seats in the back, those have a lot of sound treatment and they're fairly dead. Um, but there are, you know, I, when, when I tour with All Sons and Daughters, uh, we'll play in like uh, all different kinds of denominations. So some, you know, uh, Presbyterian churches or something a little more traditional, maybe method. I don't know. Obviously I'm going to say something wrong. I don't know. I think Presbyterian, church, Presbyterian churches are generally more traditionally designed. 
I could be totally wrong about that. Please don't write me angry letters or angry emails. Um, I, I Forgive me. There are some churches that have more traditional layouts. They have marble floors and lots of hard surfaces all over the place. And those resonate and reverb and, and, and it's loud uh, in the room. And so um, I use my eyes to help inform me about how loud my drums are going to be. But also I do use my ears to hear how loud they are. Um, and so I, I think about that. Um, the second thing I listen for is, I just mentioned it, reverb. So I listen to how much my drums are uh, echoing, kind of, kind of drifting out into the room, and, and, and how long when I hit you know, my snare one time, for example, how long is that sound after? How long is that sound sticking around in the room? Um, because the reverb of the, of the drums should inform my playing and what I choose to play. If, if there's a really long reverb tail, we call it in the sound world, the tail, the, 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 the sound sticks around for a while after I hit the drum, it, it hangs in the air. If, if that's the case, then, and I start playing these really fast ghost notes and these intricate beats that are really fast and full um, of notes, what's going to happen is it's just going to build up this, this rumble, this, this wall of, of incomprehensible nonsense as far as drums go. It's just going just gonna to well up as, as nothing if I, if I, um, if I, I play these really fast notes. You're not going to be able to make out the individual details of each of those notes. So I need to let the reverb of the room inform my playing. I might choose on this particular situation to space my notes out further. Play something simpler. Don't fill all that stuff in. It's just going to make things harder to understand. You don't get points for looking like you're playing fast. Uh, in music, you get points for how you sound, and uh, we don't want to just fill up all the room and not think about it with, with what people can actually perceive and understand and hear when you're playing the drums. Uh, and then one more thing, and this is a big one that I don't think people talk about or think about enough, and this is I listen for the EQ response of the room. And, and what I mean is, I also, and this, this couples in with the PA that's in the room, the speakers that are in the room. So hit those toms, hit those kick, hit that kick drum, uh, and, and hopefully by then the PA will be up and running. But even if it's not, listen and hear. Is there a lot of low end coming out with your kick drum? When you hit those toms, they, they sound like, you know, thunder banging, you know, like amazing, deep, low, heavy, you know, tribal drums. Or do they sound really thin and papery? And I'm not talking about how you've tuned them. I'm talking about how they sound out in the room. Because the room can really destroy the way a drum sounds relative to how it sounds uh, when you just tune it in isolation. And the reason why this matters is, let's say you're playing one of those big, you know, drum builds, those big tribal, doom, doom, da, you know, those big things, and you don't realize it, but out front it sounds like you're hitting a couple of pieces of paper. It doesn't sound like what you want it to hear. Well, if you if you play these big thunderous parts, but it sounds like you're smacking a couple of pieces of paper on a ruler, um, it, it doesn't have the effect that you're going for, and it actually creates confusion to a listener. It sounds weird. It doesn't sound right, and it's tough to. Uh, it, it it's harmful. It's harmful, I guess I would say. It's it, people don't like to be confused when they listen to music. Uh, unless like you're listening to like Bjork or something. So uh, people generally speaking don't like to be confused. And so doing these, you have to, you have to play with the sound that you're getting. Um, and I think that's the big takeaway from all of this is uh, 
adapt your playing to what you're hearing, adapt the parts to what you're playing. Um, it makes a big difference. If your drums are just sounding small and tight today, then play small and tight parts. Don't fight against what you're getting. Play with what you're getting from the drums. Um, that can take you so far. No one's gonna, no one's gonna, uh, you know, say, "Oh man, I can't believe you were able to make those," you know, to, to bang out that huge drum part when the drum sounded so terrible. Now they're gonna say, "What were you doing? Like that? That was that was goofy. That was nonsense." So anyway, play with the sound you're getting. Not the sound you hope you're getting. You hope you you hope you uh, hope you'll have one day. I guess I'll say um, it's a it's a a good thing to follow through with. So anyway, use your ears when you set your drums up, and use your ears to inform how you play. If you if you pay attention to those three things when you when you play by yourself before anyone else is playing, then if something goes wrong or you can't hear yourself very well during the gig or whatever it is. Uh, refer back to how it felt to play at different volume levels, different types of patterns when you were checking and hearing yourself in the room earlier. Um, memorize those things. You have to put things in your tool bag um, ahead of time. You may not need them, but you got to do the work every time to get them in your bag so that, uh, so that then when the situation comes up, you are prepared uh, for the one time out of 10 where that happens. All right, hope this was helpful to you, and we'll talk again soon. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.